All Flavors Radio plays what you want to hear when you want to hear it 24-7. Only the best, 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 best DJs from around the world. All Flavors Radio. I want to share a very important story with you today. It's a story I think everyone should hear. Before he died, a father said to his son, Here is a watch your grandfather gave you. It's almost 200 years old. Before I give it to you, go to the jewelry store in the city. Tell them that I want to sell it and see how much they offer me. The son went to the jewelry store, came back to his father and said, they offered $100 because it is so old. The father said, well, try the pawn shop. The son went to the pawn shop, came back to his father and said, The pawn shop offered only $20 because it has a scratch. The father asked his son to go to the museum and show them the watch. The son quietly questioned his father's judgment, but still willing to act on his father's last wishes, he went to the museum, and when he came back, he said to his father, the curator offered $375,000 for this rare piece to be included in their precious antique collection. The father responded, I wanted to show you that the right place will value you in the right way. Don't find yourself in the wrong place and get angry because you are not valued. Never stay in a place where someone doesn't see your value or you don't feel appreciated. If you don't know your value, you will always settle for far less than you deserve. People who don't know their value settle for far less than they are worth in relationships or their friendships. When it comes to their profession or their job, they know they are worth more, but they settle for someone else's definition of their worth. That is the difference between most people and the few. That is the difference between people who love the life they have created for themselves and those who can't stand the life they are living. You have to know your worth. Most people will allow just about anyone to influence their perception of themselves. But people who love their life refuse to accept the opinions of small-minded people. They refuse to be put in a box. They will not be defined by anyone but themselves. They know their value is set by themselves, by their own thoughts about who they are, not someone else's opinion of what they are worth. Don't let them put a price on you. You set your own price. And don't go giving discounts to other people so you can fit in or be liked. People pleasers never end up happy in the end. Put yourself first. You must build your self-worth by the work you do every day. You build it by the way that you show up every single day, day in and day out. No excuses, no shortcuts, just a relentless dedication to be the best that you can be. If you have someone in your life that tries to diminish your abilities in any way, the time has come to move 
those people along. It's time to awaken that part of you that demands more from your life. Because only you know what you are truly capable of. It's time to wake up and shock the world. Shock those who doubted you with a disturbing level of determination. Shock those who doubted you with a commitment to excellence that cannot be matched by those of weak heart. Shock those who doubted you with the actions you take today as you draw a line in the sand and commit to becoming the person no one thought you could be because only you know what you are truly capable of. World, you only have to earn the respect of one person. That person is you. You determine the level you demand of yourself. It's time to demand more. It's time to prove once and for all who you are, who you will become, and what you will never settle for again. Raise your standards. Rise up to a higher level and let no one question your integrity again. Day by day, brick by brick, you start now. You build the foundations through the self-work you put in every single day. Build yourself up by becoming an unbreakable force, an unstoppable machine, fueled by the results you get from the work you put in today and every day, from this day until your last day. No more will you settle for someone else's opinion of your value. Now you determine your value through your self-work, your self-education, your self-determination of your own destiny, the destiny that is in your hands. Your pride grows stronger every day from the work you put in. The time for change is now. When it comes to your own self-work, there is no tomorrow. Know your worth and never, ever settle for anything less.
Yes, a pleasant good evening to everyone out there in all flavours land. You know, I could actually listen to that beautiful song done by Stevie Wonder, Love in Need of Love Today. And what an amazing track. It's so true that love is in need of love today. How are you naturally, Lily? <laughs> you have a, I'm good. a bit of a faux pas here in the studio. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, nice to hear that. Nice to hear that. So that was the sounds of Stevie Wonder at the top of the show, as well as our motivational speech for today and understanding our worth, because our worth is really everything and understanding our worth. Oh, you know, what do you think, Lily? Yeah, it's like what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. If you understand who you are and what you are... um, capable of yes then you won't allow mm. others to misuse your skills and abilities yes take you for granted and just you as a person isn't it it's just like knowing where we stand in the stream of time mm-hmm. and basically just not allowing anyone to make you diminish mm. how you feel about yourself maybe they might might feel or despise or not like you and that's purely down to them because that was something, again, that we spoke of naturally, Lily, about um, when someone, they may feel a certain way about themselves and they take it out on you. Yeah. But never take it personally because at the end of the day, that's for them to deal with that issue and for you to know your value and not diminish or decrease the value that you you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today, today has been pretty much a, a long day, really long day. How was your day? Busy. Non-stop today, I think. Non-stop? I've literally been in meetings all day. Oh, that's a good thing sometimes. No, I know because I have work to do. So oh, I be in on top of that, on top of that. Being so. in nine o'clock till 3.30, it's all meeting. Oh, no, till 4.30, had a meeting wow. at four thirty. Yeah, but you got here again just in the nick of time. Yeah. Uh, going back into this world, beautiful people, like going back to the world after this whole COVID situation. However, this COVID doesn't seem to be wanting to leave. As um, I know that we've had some episodes where I work, and I mean I don't generally mix with anyone. I I have my lunch <laughs> by myself. 
I'm in my classroom by myself, so generally it's not too bad. But, you know, can we get away from this? They're talking about some Delta variant business. I don't know if that's the next one. And maybe... Delta well, variant's been out for ages. Okay, that's all right. But I heard, I heard, oh, Christmas has been saved because there's going to be some turkeys. So, hey. <laughs> oh, because they ran out of turkeys, didn't they? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh the world has goodness. gone mad. The world's suffering with all this stuff going on and they're worrying about turkeys mm -hmm. for Christmas. But what can we say? What can we say? And um, big high five going out to Mark Philogene last night. Some great stuff. Mark, you're always on it. Always doing your thing. Mark from Bremen in Germany is one of our um, good DJs. You can catch Mark on a, a Monday um, from six till, uh, till eight. And on a Sunday from six till eight no 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 that's not right from four till six on a sunday and six to eight on a monday doing his um good um reggae vibes bringing the reggae vibes as well as george flavors and all the other djs over the star 10 too many to mention but you're doing an amazing job and we big you up every single time lily what's the 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 uh, day, the national day. So the national day. day is National Check Your Wipers Day. Yeah. So National Check Your Wipers Day is on the 16th, um, November 16th, reminds drivers to regularly check their windshield wipers to ensure optimum visibility in the event of inclement weather on the road. So making sure that when you need to wipity wipe when mm. it's raining they're actually working in 2020 the AAA reported 50.6 million people traveled by automobile or by car for the, for the thanksgiving holiday yeah. making it one of the busiest travel weekends so this is obviously in america mm. um, as many americans play a uh, plan to hit the road it's important to remind them to proactively check their wipers visibly uh, wipers as visibility is an important factor in driving in poor weather conditions mm. and that's very very true because and I, I know I, my car just went through its mot but my wipers uh, i did have a crack in my screen um early on in the year and they said oh they'll change the wipers but they was asking some ridiculous amount of money so I said, no, it's okay, my, my mechanic will do it. And it, it went through the MOT, but I, I almost feel like they need to be changed. They should be changed because your wipers can make you fail in MOT, which is surprising. If they're not wiping the screen properly, then... But it went through, it went through the MOT, so they're okay, but no. But sometimes it, it's just the 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 condensation in the, the on the windscreen. Mm, that could the be the issue, yeah. Mm. So you've got to have like the heat or the the blowers up in order for it to function properly. So did it, it says a survey by Michelin um, wiper blades found that 92% of drivers agree that poor wiper blades can affect their driving. Mm, whereas 90% of drivers did not plan the time to check their wipers properly. And 55% plus don't know how to check their wipers properly. Wow. I am part of that 55%. I don't know how to check my wipers. What, so is it just the fact that they're not cleaning the screen properly? Maybe. Yeah, because... But there must be something on the wiper that, over time, it just becomes... Like, you you know your wheels, you can check them because you look for the balding. If it's below a certain millimetre, then, you know, you have to change your wheels. Yeah. There must be something similar for wipers. I'm not sure. I've never really 
thought about it to be very fair mm. and uh, I just think if it's just not cleaning the screen properly then maybe that's the reason why they need to be changed yeah they but, recommend that you should change them every six to twelve months six to twelve months oh my goodness I don't think I've ever changed mine since I bought the car <laughs> that's terrible yeah but the um but my mechanic takes the car and should sort it out right no you should never trust your mechanic Right, because I, I don't, that's one thing I don't know how to do, because recently my battery got out Monday morning, didn't drive the car for the whole start end, got out, turned the, turned the ignition on, click, <laughs> but I knew from last year that my, my battery was no good, mm. but it got through the summer, because yeah. obviously it doesn't drain out in the summer, so got out there, click, so this was on a Monday night when I had to go get the, get the girls, so before I got them I went straight to Halfords, mm. bought a battery, and then I went outside there. Thanks, um, DJ KGB, for holding the light for me. But I, I um, <laughs> installed the battery myself. It's working fine now. It's we have attempted fine. that once on yeah. our old car, and I will never do that again. What changing the battery? It was the worst experience. Ever. Why? Because I don't know if it was just the battery on that car because the car was it wasn't old, but it was. Where we bought it from, they obviously didn't upkeep the car very well. Yeah. Um, and six months in, we had to change the battery. But it was like all the acid from inside the battery had leaked out oh, onto the outside. So when you were trying stuff. to unscrew oh, the screws, everything was just kind of melted together. Oh, crumbs. Fused. It, it, was, all fused. Oh, it was hours and hours. I think sometimes you can probably use things like, like a vinegar or like... Descaler to get it, but that's that's really bad case scenario. But we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about windscreen wipers, and today is actually National Check Your Wipers Day. And during the the best way to they say is to to check your wipers is during an oil change. How often do you get your oil changed? I take it to the mechanic again when you fill your um, petrol in there after you wash the car or before a road trip. And after the start, or at the start of the winter, winter and spring seasons. So I know that I'm on the road a lot. We do a lot of driving all over the place for gigging. So I should really check quite often. Because sometimes when you're coming home on the motorways, the visibility yeah. is not great. But yeah, I must admit that um, they're working all right, but... I think they're due to be changed over myself. Yeah, I think they so, are. So how are you doing out there, listeners? But if you're you are drivers, how do you do you check your wipers regularly? Or do you just because sometimes you just jump in your car and just go, don't you? Yeah. You don't necessarily check the the pressure of the tires, you don't necessarily check the oil. And then that's what could lead to problems, I guess. So yeah. this is quite a good day, isn't it, to observe and check your wipers. So hashtag check your wipers day. And only just in the fact that, yeah, it's all about, again, our safety. And making sure that when we are going on a long road trip or even locally, that we our visibility is good. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just us that are driving on the road but of other a lot of other people that are driving on the road. Mm-hmm. So it started on the first of November, didn't it? No. What's that? What it was starting on the first start, of November? Starting on November the first, participants can go online to submit an entry. So this is related to America. Oh, okay. Do don't worry about that. So don't worry about that. Just, just um, 
yeah, put that in Hashtag the, check your wiper stuff. Yeah, that's what the day is. That's on social media. And remember that there are 1,500 national days. So don't miss a single one. Celebrate each day with National Day calendar. And there are some really, really good ones in there mm. for us to kind of go over and check because some some are in line with the things that we do. Maybe yeah. some things aren't. Uh, but definitely checking your wipers is important. Yeah, de- yeah. And um, like we say, it's it's really down to us in the sense of safety, not just for us, but for other users on the road. Mm-hmm. And do you know why I can say that? I was driving yesterday and I got to a zebra crossing. I let a guy go across and Monday mornings, it's quite, it's always quite hazy, isn't it? Because you've been kind of going through the start end, mm-hmm. you've, you've gotten through in Monday morning and there was another woman coming the other way. I didn't see her on the zebra crossing. I did not see her. And it's like, oh, like, wake up, wake up. Because, yeah. But I remember when I was learning to drive, my driving instructor would always say, you have to wait until that person has stepped foot on the other side of the road before you can go. And I can never understand that concept because I just think, well, that's ridiculous. They're past my side. Mm. (laughs) I can go. Um, But it is for things like that. If someone opposite sees someone crossing, they're just going to assume which you shouldn't do anyway, but they're just going to assume, oh, they're crossing, I can go now, and then they'll start crossing towards you. So if you've already started going, then you're not going to be aware of that next person that's coming along. It's really, really crazy. And Mm. it's quite funny, I saw her again this morning, she crossed, (laughs) because we are creatures of habit. We do the same thing relatively at the same time of the day. Mm. And, yeah, she crossed this morning, she... I didn't knock her over or anything. <laughs> so she was able to cross over. But yeah, it's, it's having our wits about us as well. So hashtag check your wipers day. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. check your wipers day. So today in history, naturally, Lily, I thought this was a really, really nice person to, to look at because he's he's got quite a few, an accolade in the sense that, should we say who he is first? Yeah. And Richard Theodore Greener. He was born on January 30th, 1944 mm-hmm. and died on May the 15th, 1922. But we know that it is November the 16th. Mm-hmm. And you might be thinking, well, what's the, the, rel- what's the correlation with uh, Richard Theodore Greener and... Today. Today. Yes. What is... And the, the relation is that he was the first African-American to graduate from Harvard University... And he went on to do some, yes, this month, he went on to do some really amazing things. Uh, When it comes to education, Mm. you know, we love to talk about education. Yeah, so Richard Theodore Greener, he was, like we said, the first American to, African-American, oh, American of colour, is that what you like to (laughs) say? American of African descent. Oh, sorry, American of African descent. This is just, that's for you, Lily. To graduate from Harvard University. So he was the son of a seaman, Richard Wesley, and Mary Ann Lebrun, Greener. The family moved to Boston in 1853, and Richard's father went to California during the gold rush to seek his fortune. So not long thereafter, letters and money stopped. At the age of 12, Richard quit school to help support himself and his mother. So the dad went on off into the gold rush. And um, didn't return. Mm. So this young Richard had to go and try and help out the, his mum and himself. And really to survive. Mm. At 12 years old. 
what I think is nice though is that his employers um helped him return to school. Yeah. Where he was able to get an education. So he attended Phillips Academy and Oberlin College before mat- matriculating at Harvard University. I'm assuming that means ending up at Harvard. Mm, that's good. Uh, matriculate. I know it's another word, word, isn't it? Day, but <laughs> matriculate means to enrol. Oh, he enrolled at Harvard. So he enrolled as a member of a university. So he enrolled at Harvard University about 1870. Mm. Um, in 1870 to 1872, Greener taught at the Institute of Colored Youth in Philadelphia. Now Cheney University, oh. Pennsylvania. So did he have like a, not a professorship, you know, when they go and yeah. teach while they're studying? So a bit like maybe teacher training, wasn't it? So he probably yeah. went there and just trained or taught there. Mm. So it might have been teacher because he was, he was... He became uh, a professor in 73. Yes, at um, Howard University. No, he was no, a dean. He USC. Was a dean. Yeah, he was a dean of Univ- um, Howard. Wow. So his education went from strength to strength. Mm. But does the fact that he was a first African of um, colour. <laughs> American of African descent. <laughs> this is for you, Lily, right? Well, it's like you say start end. Yes. I say American <laughs> of African descent. I don't like African-American. They made that up mm. in, 18, in 1985 to appease someone's spirit. I think it was um, Rice. What's the Rice woman's first name? Who, the young boy? Con- Condoleezza Rice, is that her name? I have no idea, Lily. Anyway, in, eight, in 1985, they wanted to appease someone's spirit. So they called all black Americans African-American. And but they weren't, they're not African-Americans. They're not all African-Americans. Right. They are. Say your word again, please. Americans of African descent. Americans of African descent. That does make more sense than African-American because... Because they can't actually trace their lineology, a lot of them. Oh, wow. Because That's, a lot of the yeah, white they families... They records, though. No. So this is something... This is so going off the point, but this is something I've learned like, this month. A lot of white Americans that have had slave owner... Um, lineage have got the records in their homes right and these are records that should really be made public so people should put it in a museum or a library or whatever yeah but because it's their family history the white people's family history they they've kept it but in those do- in that documentation would be the names of the mr slaves. chambers family line yeah and then that's where he would be able to trace his line back to ghana or wherever oh, that's quite sad isn't it or maybe not even to ghana maybe he's Do from india like a, a lost generation yeah that's true as well it's a lost Africa. generation really isn't it yeah oh is it it's quite sad mm. to, i'd love to know that we that us that we would be able to trace back our lineage in the in you mm. know and i know that Mum has been doing the family tree along with the the, on the my grandmother's side Mm -hmm. on our grandmother on your great grandmother's side. So they've been tracing that lineage back, but how far back can we go? Because I see something the other day regarding again history of a family, and they had pictures. Wow! It went right back to whenever. Wow! And 
I'd love to to know that because yeah, because ancestry is a lie. What do you mean ancestry is a lie? Remember, we do use an ancestry to trace our lineage, and some of the information when we found out yeah. was wrong. It's not. It's not. It's not completely accurate. Yeah, yeah. And we're so. going to just find uh, again who we are. But this this is we're talking about Theodore here, and his his journey in education and the journey to becoming the first uh, African of American descent. <laughs> American of, of African descent, Richard Theodore Greener, who gradu- graduated, was the first one to graduate from Harvard University. But then it goes on to say that he did become the dean of Howard University, right? Um, yes. Yeah, so that's quite a great feat, isn't it? To then, because I know Howard University is a black university. It's a black university, yeah. And there's a lot of um, black folk in the States that really want, that's one of the universities that they gravitate to. Yeah, Howard and Brown. Yeah, and want to send their their children to, mm-hmm. because again, it is a black university. The, is it divided, you think? Because Harvard and him being a student that graduated from there, mm-hmm. one of the first black male in that sense, is it divided or do you think that it's more inclusive now? Do, you find, do I think Harvard, Harvard is more inclusive? Yeah. I do. I think, well, I'm saying this as a person from the UK. It appears that mm. there are many um, people of colour that get to graduate from Harvard. People yeah. like Barack Obama and um, Michelle went to Harvard. Okay. So it does appear like they've got quite a high population of people of colour but not sure I don't know yeah because I also Mm. feel like in America they still have this segregated system whereby you've got Howard and you've got Brown people fought for equal rights to be able to go to a white man's university Mm. and then created their own uni so in that instance I find it a bit strange but But they're entry level uni so they're, they're not like because in America, they do their undergrad and then most of them will do a postgrad qualification. So they go to Harvard to get a master's, for example. Yeah. Whereas they'd go to Brown because they've finished high school and they want to go to uni. So, so Brown's like a college. It's no, no, like Brown a college. It is a university. So you get a degree. Yeah. But a degree don't mean nothing in, in America. So Because they most, go right. Yeah. Like this this yeah. Theodore guy, he went to become the, on to become a dean and to... That's obviously, is it professorship, a dean or a doctorate? It depends on what you, what, what title pathway. you accept. I think he was a professor. Okay, so, he, yeah, he was because, so which, but then he was a dean, which meant that he run the university. Yeah. So. So he was higher than a professor. Yeah, so the first African, <laughs> first American. African <laughs> <laughs> Of African descent, there Theodore, Richard Theodore Greener. Check him out, mm. and let us know what you think. I mean, like we say, Black History isn't just about October or February. It's just for a couple of months out of the year. But our Black History is something that we need to really look into and see where these ones have paved the way for all of us these days in order to make that progress forward. And obviously, Theodore, Richard Theodore Greener, definitely did that. And 
how can we follow in his footsteps or how can we learn from these ones in order to to make that progress that mm. they too have made we'll see y'all in five stay there we'll be back after these at 15 elijah j mccoy moved to scotland seeking opportunities he was denied in america his studies abroad led him to develop over 50 patented inventions including the automatic sprinkler and the folding ironing board it's believed the quality of his work gave rise to the term the real mccoy celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history yo guess what my uncle just said tell them who you tell me Ooh, I did that, so all right now. Okay, look. Shaba was the king back in the day. Shaba! But Pop Khan is fire! And he's gunning for the throne. How he do that? I know he's so right. Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnite from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Stay in at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with daily theme parties, the welcome party with free rum punch, the Lovers Rock concert and party, the Dressing White Catamaran party, the Swimwear or Short Speech party, comedy in the boatyard, a moonlight party, the Beijing Bar crawl, a carnival night in the gap, the oysters, fish fry, and grill party night, the international artist night, and the midnight to morning farewell to Barbados party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at La Fleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999, based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit, followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 0877. 799-455 AllFlavorsRadio.com The number one radio station on the net Reaching 179 countries in the world With the best variety of music You're listening to the best station Where the music never stops
doing out there? All flavors, how you doing? Send a big hello to the chat room. Tuning listeners. What's that? Worldwide listeners. And all you silent listeners. Doing chat room crew. George Flavors, Sour Malaysia. Chanel Taylor. John John. Oh, that was the sounds of Dennis Edwards. Don't look any further. Enjoy McKay, Mumra. Mark Philogene from Bremen. It's just something about you. You just made me feel. Mm. Was it good for you? Natalie. Marja Kanalisha. Normally I don't stutter, but you did, 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 Silk Sonic. Wait a minute. You put it on me like I never felt before. That gushy, good girl, I want some more. Sweet, sticky, thick and pretty. You change the game. What'd you do? After last night. After last night, I think I'm in love with you. I think I'm in love with you. Woke up and I can't get you out of my head. Doing guest one two four, guest four seven seven from Kleiner Grasbrook, and guest five six four from Wolverhampton. And giving you a high five, gal gal, and great seeing you tonight, Jeff. <laughs> 
From Ireland, Dublin. I'll give you a big shout, Nikki. Hey. DJ Laro, don't forget you can catch Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. And a big high five out to DJ Nigel. Ninja Ban Lloyd. Ah, yeah, DJ Caddy. Oh, that was the sounds of Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. An evening with Silk Sonic. I'll tell you what, Lily, they really have brought back that old school sound, don't you think? Yeah, the two of them together. I love it. Yeah, I love it. doing some magical things when it comes to music and reviving that old school sound. So, Lily, we didn't um, ask the, or tell the listeners what the question was. What's the question for the week? So, the question for today is, what would you do if they brought the power grid down? Yes. I know that it sounds like a bit of a... Crazy question. I didn't think that when I read it. Why, why did you think that when you read it? <laughs> because I just thought, ugh. Another conspiracy theory. Another conspiracy theory? How could you say that? Because I just, I don't know. I just, yeah. You're always um, on this conspiracy theory business though, isn't it, Lily? What do you mean? It's not so much about conspiracy theory though, is it? But everything's a conspiracy theory. Everything's a... Like a... I don't know how to word it, like... It's not. You can't say that. Because that's, that's what's in your mind. But anyway, we're going to look at that a bit later. Yeah, we'll see. About if the grid came down. Because, like we've spoken about before, this house has been in darkness a few times over this year. You haven't had any power cuts. You haven't had any. No. So we're clearly on a different power grid. (laughs) You could come to mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see. We'll see. But who knows? Yeah, you're right. Who knows when that regard, isn't it? Mm. As well as um, Chanel Taylor gave me a scenario and I thought that it was such a great scenario. So hopefully we will get time to kind of tackle it because I haven't put it up into Facebook. But the scenario is, so your cousin mm-hmm. ends up seeing your boyfriend behind your back. So they end up um, ha- uh, sending out wedding invitations because they're going to get, they could become betrothed. My ex-boyfriend. Yeah. So my cousin seeing my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And you get an invitation to the wedding. Are you going? 
Okay, we'll leave you to just mull over that one. <laughs> we'll leave you to mull over that one. That's from Chanel Taylor. Chanel, you send some really good scenarios our way. So that's for you to think about. All right, so your cousin is dating, they were dating your boyfriend behind your back, by the way. Yeah. And then you get a, an invitation to their wedding. Are you going? You mean all of the times that them, them... We'll discuss it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll discuss it. And don't forget the lines open up very soon. 07895-134-713. That's 07895-134-713. Now, Lily, the word of the day. I like the word of the day because I know what it was. Word of the day today is facetious facetious yeah i kind of knew the word i've heard the word didn't know the meaning okay so what's the meaning oh, i did know the meaning i don't know if i knew the meaning the meaning is joking often inappropriately so that comment that you made that joke earlier was earlier was quite facetious what joke no i'm just i'm using it because <laughs> <laughs> i thought i never said no joke Okay, okay. That comment earlier was rather facetious. Okay, because you were joking inappropriately. Yes. And it was meant to be, you thought it was humorous, but it wasn't funny. It was not. It it usually describes something said or done as being annoying, silly or improper. Oh, my students are facetious. You think of a couple of facetious comments people make. Like what? Come on. Oh, dear. Can you give us one example? Come on. I could. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you get the license to go, James Bond fanatics carry a license to argue about everything. Who's the best Bond? Now, the funny thing is, I know recently they were talking about Idris Elba being James Bond, no. right? He couldn't be James it's Bond. Why is it inappropriate, though? James Bond is a spy... Yeah. ...who's originally from Scotland. Okay. What black man could pretend to be a spy... Yeah. ...and fit in... That's, that's ...in Scotland. Point, isn't it? Yeah. In the, Italy. It, I can't in, remember what... Um, ...what comedian I, said I, it. I love, I love Idris. I love your uh, Idris. <laughs> I've met Idris before, you know. He wanted okay. to dance with us. Um... <laughs> my claim to fame i love idris but no because they were saying like when the russians are after them oh we see him the black man exactly how is he gonna be able to not be found out like how can he how can he go sit at a roulette table in casino royale and fit in like he's one of them you know what i mean it just can't happen it can't happen and it's not because he can't be rich that's not what we're saying we're saying that james bond is supposed to be a Scottish man. Inconspicuous as well. So he's meant to blend in. And you know us. I know we, we like to claim and say, oh, yeah, a black man made that or whatever. Me. But there are some things that we just... You just we, let it we go. Just, yeah, we have to yeah, let go. Okay. <laughs> you know, but they're saying who was the best Bond? Well, Connery, obviously. That's a facetious remark. Yeah, it is. Because I think that Daniel Craig's actually a very good James Bond. My favourite was Roger Moore. I think he's done. Roger Moore was in Goldfinger. I can't remember. I think I've seen the one with Roger Moore in it. I, it's... He had dark hair and a, like a mole on his face. 
But then yes. everyone would be able to tell him apart because he's got the mole on his face. No, but he's got this, the... Suave. Yeah, he's got the white swag in it. Like, you can kind of just... He couldn't... Pass. Be seen, but not be seen. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he could be seen, but not be seen. The same yeah. like with the other guy. Oh, what's his name? Um, Sean Connery? Not Sean Connery. Oh. Who were the Bonds? Can anyone out there he's tell the us who the ha- Bonds were? He's Halle Berry's in his one. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe I've forgotten his name. There's Sean Connery. There's Roger Moore. There's the one you just said. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. It's the one before um, Daniel Craig. Sean Connery. That's not Sean. Sean Connery should want to speak like this. <laughs> Does That's anyone Sean know? Could you, could you let us know? Could he, you let us know? Oh, do you know what? I've got a Google I it can't remember. It's annoying me. Um, I just know Roger Moore and Sean Connery, to be fair. But being facetious is saying that um, Connery was the best when there were so many others, right? Like you said, Daniel Craig was a close second, many believe. Yeah. And other screen bonds have their admirers, despite the lesser movies' unevenness or facetious gadgetry. Oh, right, facetious gadgetry. Oh, because he had a car that could do... Weird things, maybe. Yeah, but that was, again, some of these things that we see in these James Bond films, they've actually come true of late, haven't they? They have. They have. And I personally think that everything in the James Bond movie is real. Yeah. I know someone, but I'm guess you're so gullible. No, because we see in those movies those glasses that the FBI people wear and the CIA people wear, and we know that they've got little hearing devices and yeah. whatnot's on it. And what did Mr Our Zuckerberg like try to come out with? What the new thing, the meta thing? The same, no, the same, this, this is the guy I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, but he's made a pair of sunglasses, supposedly made, we know it came out years ago, but he's made a pair of sunglasses that you can have attached to your phone, like Bluetooth, that you can video with and that you can talk because he's got a little earphone in it. Remember the other day we spoke of that about um, gender neutral bathrooms and the little oh, pen yeah, thing that the, the guy pen had. Thing on it. Yeah, right, yeah. there you go. Yeah. I can't remember his name. That that bond there. But yeah, there was another bond in between Connery and... Um, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. How could we forget Pierce That's Brosnan? That's the one. It, between, those are the three for me. Right. Those are the three for me. He's very dapper. I mean, there's quite a few. So there's been about five, right? James Bonds? Oh, there's this one. George Lazenby. Oh, I don't know him. Um, Timothy Dalton. Oh, yeah. In the 80s. Sean Connery. The late Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Daniel Craig got number two. And Roger Moore got number one. I told you, he was the best. <laughs> Roger Moore got number he one. He was number one. Wow, like live more. and let die. Live and let die. <laughs> okay. Oh, some of the um, soundtracks for, for Bond are really good as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah I like the Tina Turner one. Go now. Oh, no. I like the Gloria. Her name's not Gloria. Is it Gloria? What's that one? Got a license to kill. <laughs> and you know, it'll never, ever I love that one. Okay. I can't remember her name. I don't know. Gloria. Yeah, you know. Anyways, we're talking about facetiously. <laughs> we're so going off the point here. Like, <laughs> we're talking about being facetious. Um, 
Completely. Timothy. Someone Timothy. Let's see. Um, then they go... Oh, no. This thing is not loading. Sorry, guys. My my thing is not working right. So, yeah. So, being facetious is saying that someone... I guess someone, something's um, better or joking inappropriately mm-hmm. about a situation... Or you think that someone's being humorous and funny when they're, they're not. they're really not, yeah. They're actually being quite facetious. Yeah. Yeah, so, like we say, build your vocabulary, get a word of the day in your inbox every single day. And I think this one comes from Mac. What is the, this, um, the one that I get it from? I don't even have it there, so I can't even say. But, yeah, build your vocabulary one word a day every single day. So I'm shouting out to John J.E. and um, DJ Charlie Muir, as well as Darnell, the therapist, and LJ Original. All great stuff on the start end and during the week. And again, all the new DJs. Consortium, I think there's one that plays Consortium on a Sunday afternoon from six till eight as well. So check these, check them out. But now, Lily, mm-hmm. going into our WhatsApp corner, <laughs> this one was a kicker for me because I never, ever thought in a million Sundays that I would see something like this. Now, I can't remember who sent this one in, but it was an ad. Do you want to tell I us about it? I saw it on it? TikTok. You saw Twice. it on TikTok? I saw it and someone sent it in for me from, uh, from on WhatsApp. So... There is, there are ads going around. Mm. Um, the title of this is the claim: ads from other countries encourage support for Americans experiencing food insecurity. Mm-hmm. Many Americans view the United States as impervious to crisis faced by other countries like food insecurities, but posts circulating on social media claim other countries look at America and see a different story. Now, the two countries I saw was Germany yeah. and China. China. Yeah. Um, which doesn't surprise me because actually they... Supply, do they supply a lot of their things? We get a lot of stuff from China. Yeah. A lot of stuff from China. And I don't know if Germany is self-sufficient, but um, I don't know if... Yeah, Germany seems pretty much like it's one of those countries that don't really need no one. Yeah. Yeah. They're quite self-sufficient, aren't they, Germany? Yeah. So um, the caption on this social media post is, I was today years old when I found out other countries had fe- had to feed the children, com- sorry, had feed the children commercials for America. Yeah. It was shared more than 900 times in one day on the 9th of November um, on Facebook. Yes. And then it originally had, um, well, it originated where I saw it on TikTok, where it had 1.7 million likes and 9.3 million views in three days. Mm. Then it later spread to other social the media platforms. The funny thing is that they're saying that more Americans are struggling to put food on the table after federal benefits end. And I've seen it. I, I Sometimes, you know, when you're watching these things on YouTube, the there's a lot of things going on that we are so unaware of. It's just like my eyes have just been opened up on so many levels, even things in Africa, which we'll touch on. But the fact that Americans are struggling to put food on their tables because of federal benefits. Yeah. And there are the poverty in America. 
is, is worse than Africa. Huge. Than people think yes. Africa is. I don't know why we are surprised mm. because we've always known that America has this um, caste system and I think it's a caste system where if you're rich or if you have some form of education yeah you are okay if you are not as well educated as in maybe you've got you know the bare basic job or whatever but you're on the borderline of poverty where you could be on the borderline of poverty in this country you are there are a lot of people on the borderline of poverty here in america because yeah there's no divide there's you're either rich or you're poor yeah yeah so it says the ads are real these mm. ads that, that they're going out and wanting to feed the impoverished in the States, and but they didn't originate, out, originate from outside of the United States. The ads were actually made by the US based on non-profit share, our strength to raise awareness about food insecurity in America. So the adverts were actually made in the United States about food insecurity. And when you think of how... They're quite wasteful, aren't they? They have mm. these huge burgers and the way that they eat. No, the, the that's, that the... that's not wasteful, the fact that they have huge burgers. What is wasteful is the fact that they do the same in this country. Yeah. The food gets to the end of the day and it's not being they throw it in the bin. bought. It's, but it's not just the fact that they throw it in the bin. Mm. Some places cover it in bleach yeah. so that poor people can't even go and... You know, before when we... And we used to laugh... But actually, these people aren't stupid. They used to go to Marks and Spencers after hours yeah. and go and rush, ru- um, go through their bins and get all, out all the meals. I saw a woman doing that recently, actually. But these people it's aren't really poor. Nice. Yeah. It's just they're extraordinary. They're frugal to the point where, well, it's fresh food. They've thrown it away. It's in date. Why wouldn't I get it? But because people are evil. Yeah. Now when they're throwing out that food, they're flinging bleach and stuff on it whereby those people can't go in the bins and take it out. But that's because the law is if they go in the bin and take it out and they get food poisoning. Oh, you can prosecute, yeah. <laughs> that don't make no sense to me because you think, well, you put it in the bin, the, the food's no good. Is then there a problem if they eat it? It's Yeah, it's, so they should have a little clause on the bin maybe saying if you, you um, we can't be held responsible if you eat the food out of this bin. But I thought but that's what a sell-by date meant. No, sell-by dates, they just have to put sell-by dates on the food, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the food's gone off. I know, but the fact that there's a sell-by date on it is yeah. an indication that if it says on it the 11th yeah. and today's the 21st, you are accepting liability well, for whatever not. happens to your stomach. No, they're actually not because they've gone into the bin and taken it. So they there has to be something there in writing that if you go into this bin... And you take the food out, then you, you, you know, they write loads of things. If we, say the vaccine, for instance, and I've gone there, mm. that if you, if you take this, then you can't hold us liable if anything happens to you. Yeah. Just like that, they put something on the, the bin to j- just say that. Because, I mean, like we are talking about Americans struggling to put food on the table and Americans have made an ad to send to other countries it's a bit like Feed the World, you know, the the, the whole... The Oxfam adverts. Yeah, Oxfam. This girl has to travel for 10 hours to get water. Can you help Zainab? And Zainab's been 10 for the last 10 years. But Zainab's got fresh cameras in and looks healthy 
and millions of people have donated to Oxfam. But Zainab's still trying to get that one little pail of water. But Zainab, it costs tw- how much thousands to put an ad on the TV? Exactly, that's my point. Right. See, it's walk. See the wood for the trees. <laughs> but the they... Americans are smart. They thought, oh, let's put this through our safe. What is it called? Safe. <laughs> I can't, I lost it now. Share our strength. Let's put it for our share, our strength, non-profit, non-profit organisation and pretend like it came from the Germans and the Chinese and then we will have to fit the bill for it. Yeah. Because they are borderline third world country in, in some places. Well, they, they have lots of issues in the States, a lot. And we know what happens in stateside is only going to come suit. straight. UK are just going to be right behind them. All right, so... Yeah, it's it's quite sad, really, that, that they're in that situation. And there's an ad that's going out in China and in Germany to help feed the Americans that are struggling with food insecurity. Okay, so That's embarrassing. Like, wouldn't you think... you The British Empire conquered the world, supposedly, yeah? Mm. You went and colonised these countries. You took over this whole 51 states, and now it belongs to it you. It wasn't just Britain, though, was it? But... The US is mainly British. And and immigrants. What we need to realise is that the United States of America isn't just... Yeah, Britain went over there, but it's also made up of a lot of Irish, a lot of Italians. No, but what I'm saying is the the foundation, supposedly, of the United States, the British went in there, because mm. the Irish come under British anyway, but the, the great Grand Britannia went into this country, colonised it, said, oh, we're going to make this land great. Mm. And they got people that are, I'm not going to say 50% of the population, but a large portion of the population are people homeless living in their cars. Mm. They can't afford food. They can't afford healthcare. They've worked in free jobs, but yet they still can't feed their family. That's embarrassing. For the country. Yeah. Yeah. But we are following suit. Oh, fully. This country is following suit. Fully. And the question that we asked about what what would we do if we were off the grid? What would we be? How would we fare in that situation? Because we're going to go on and look and see. But that's something to think about. So really, an ad for Americans that are it says forty nine million American Americans. That's a lot of people are struggling with food insecurity. It says the narrator says on the advert, America needs Germany's help now. Do you know what's funny? not funny sorry there was a there's a tiktok going around where the question is tell me a food that you ate the worst thing you've eaten when you was hungry yeah and one guy says medication and basically long story short is he was put on antidepressant medication because he had some things that he was going through and he had two different kinds they had changed him to this new kind but he'd realized that the new kind though it may make him feel better than the old one did, it makes him hungry. Okay. So his appetite is increased, mm. but he couldn't afford the appetite it was causing. And he went back to his GP and said, I want you to change me back to the old one. And the GP said to him, or the therapist said to him, like, is it not working? Like, is the side effects really bad? And he goes, no, it's working. But the side effect is that I'm always hungry. 
and I can't afford to be hungry. Yeah. So can you put me back on the ones that where I was skinny and fine? Because these ones that are making me, sorry, skinny and mad. Because these ones that are making me fat and fine, I can't afford to oh, to have. Sad, isn't it? It's so sad. The world we live in, beautiful people. What are your thoughts? Give us a call. Oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. That's oh seven eight nine five. One three four seven one three. So forty nine million Americans struggling with food insecurity. Now this next one. These are all from WhatsApp corner. Okay, guys. So these are your thoughts and things that you've sent into us that you want us to highlight. And this one is how the government plans to use your credit card details to track visits to coronavirus hotspots, despite enforcing check-in technology at all restaurants, bars, and cafes. Can I just cap point out, this is from Australia. Oh, is it from Australia? 2020. Okay, so this is from last year. So is it irrelevant? Do you think that it will come to this place? I don't because think it's irrelevant, but I feel like they've been doing this already. The moment you pay your, on your credit card somewhere, it tells you where you tells them where you've been. Yeah. The sad so, thing is, like I said, when I go to somewhere and they were asking me for my details, I was telling my name as Sarah. <laughs> so I wasn't really... But then you're going in details. there and paying with your card. No, so it doesn't make a difference. Take cash. You can't pay with cash in places now. Yeah, you can pay in some places. You... What? What? <laughs> you can pay with cash. Change later. is the only thing that is constant in life. I don't like change. Many people don't like change. But change is the only thing that is constant. Cash is... Still a thing of the past. We need to <laughs> move with the times. You can't... You can't be going into a restaurant and bringing out your your, your 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 cash because people don't want to deal with cash no more. Mm. The granny down the road now has gone and had to go and get a credit union card because she's only ever dealt in cash. Mm. And the money that she hides under her bed, she now has to go and put it in the, in the bank. But the thing oh, is, that was the way forward, the man. Bank and do that. What, put your cash my, into the yeah, bank? Yeah, because I, my bank used to be on my, the high road, yeah? Yeah. It's not there anymore. So now you've either got to either use a Monzo, yeah, or go all the way to Stratford to put your money in the bank, because no one's taking cash. But with gets... Monzo, you could, and the, the the what's it called the, and even the place we used to go and put in for Monzo is gone. Stop it! It's gone up the road there. We used to be able the to corner shop. Yes, yeah, gone. So where do you go to put so your what's money there in now? Monzo? He's gone. So what do you do in that situation? Oh, if someone pays you cash... Like, oh, he asked you, I want to put it on my Monzo, and they just... No, it's gone. So you've got to search for places where you can put cash in. You're right, we are becoming a cashless society. Cashless society. I know Estonia cashless works Cashless and crypto. There. No. I because... mean, they've even put an Amazon an Amazon stall in Dalston. Right, Lily, I am going to leave you with a thought. <laughs> Go on. The grid goes down. Yeah. What are you going to do about your cryptocurrency? All right, beautiful people. We'll let Lily um, chew on that one for a little while. But then what are you going to do about your card as well? Yeah, exactly. We are, this is the point. This is why I asked um, that question. But your phone still works if the grid goes down. Until it runs out of the battery. Beautiful people. Charge it. Stay there. We'll be back after these. If you can't see anything, there's nothing to worry about. Not when it comes to prostate cancer, the most common cancer in men in the UK. What if there are no signs? Do you even know where your prostate is? 
the prostate cancer charity is the leading charity working with people affected by the disease. So tell your dad, your partner, your brother to call us for more information or to speak in confidence to a specialist nurse on 0800 074 8383. The Prostate Cancer Charity. People around the world living with sickle cell disease face pressures on a daily basis. The struggles are real, but often voices go unheard. It's time to give them an opportunity to speak their minds unfiltered. See how these passionate people find ways to thrive and achieve their goals. The resiliency of the global sickle cell community inspires us all. Watch the full series at notalonesicklecell.com. Well, we work so hard. Work so hard. Time to celebrate. celebrate. Let all voices raise. The bounty is great. Celebrating excellence, diligence, competence. Hooray for integrity, responsibility, accountability. Let the music bounty time. Bounty time. on me mind. Bounty for the line. Make me feel so. Mr. Flying Fish and Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnight from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with daily theme parties, the welcome party with free rum punch, the lovers rock concert and party, the dress in white catamaran party, the swim whip or short speech party, comedy in the boatyard, a moonlight party, the Bajan bar crawl, a carnival night in the Gap, the oysters, fish fry and grill party night, the international art Nights. And the midnight to morning farewell to Barbados party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at Lafleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999, based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit, followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 0877 799 All the number one radio station on the net reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music wow it's really good to see you again baby and i must admit you're looking very 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 nice these days i guess life must be treating you well Well, I've just been doing the same old thing I've always been doing, you know. I've got a new lady now, and it's a little different than it was when I was with you. You know, I think back to when we met, the way I used to be and the cold way I used to act. But more than that, I think of how you changed me with your love and sensitivity. Remember when I used to. my 
of Rick James featuring Tina, Tanya Maria. Actually, yeah. Tina Marie. We're just keeping it a little bit mellow tonight. Doing DJ Laro. You taught me so much and you showed me so much love and sensitivity. Hi uh, there, Pele Hoxton. Since you've been gone, I don't think I've ever felt this way before. <laughs> you know, it's funny how a man can change so quickly from a cold blooded person thinking he's God's gift to women. Remember how I used to do that? <laughs> Guest 24. Must have been crazy then. Guest 477. Remember when. And guess 964. That's what I used to do. John Newman. Debbie, how you doing, sis? That was my claim to fame. How you doing, Mia? With every measure Tasted your teardrop stains, yeah You were cold as Things when it's that good, you know you gotta take it right back. And this one is there for you, uh, George Flavors. Wow. It's really good to see you again, baby. Wheel Anton, my selector. Oh yeah. I guess life must be treating you well. How you doing, Richard? Well, I've just been doing the same old thing I've always been doing. You know, I've got a new lady now. And it's a little different. Shout out the younger family. You know, I think back to when we met. Camilla. The way I used to be and the cold way I used to act. But more 
Going out to George Flavors, that was a rewind um, featuring Tina Maria, song by Rip James, and they don't make them like that anymore. Do they naturally, Lily? <laughs> or do they? They really don't. They don't. They, they don't. really, really don't. 
we're here just having a little sing along and um enjoying the the acrobatics the vocal acrobatics yes right because what was the one you were just talking about please i can't, I can't. it's unacceptable <laughs> it's facetious is it facetious? <laughs> okay, so we won't mention that one. <laughs> so going in on our question, naturally, Lily, and what would we do if the grid, if the grid decided to say, okay, people, no more power? We, you, you sounded a bit shocked before the, the break as regards to that. Because you said, oh, yeah, well... I'll use this and this and this. Use my but when the reality dawned it, when the reality dawned, you had a bit of a different story. So <laughs> we have to learn to charge our phones with potatoes. I learned to charge our phones with potatoes. Yeah. Okay. And how long would the charge give us? Thirty seconds. Because all you're thinking about is your phone. Because that's like your lifeline at the moment, isn't it? Your phone is my lifeline. How is your phone your lifeline? Because you do a lot with your phone. You pay with your phone. You keep up with things on your phone. We record the show with our phone. And that's the point. It's like we rely so heavily on technology mm. yes yeah? so all the computers and the internet um streaming it's amazing that we can do these things but when the grid goes down yeah if or if the grid goes down <laughs> we're thinking of what's that irobot no was it i not irobot the uh, the the one with will smith and the zombies what was that one oh i am legend i am legend right we'll think about those things Okay, um, John Newman, I'm going to just go to what John Newman says. And he does make quite a valid point. Um, John says that we can develop our own power. This will probably happen too due to sunspots. The spots will bring it down. So yeah. some, so um, um, I remember back in the day when we used to have um, c- calculators mm. and they were solar powered. Yeah. There you Whatever go. Happened. We, oh, we'll be fine. We got solar power on our roof of our house so. in England. Yeah, where's the sun? You still, it's fine. <laughs> where's the sun in England? Stop it. <laughs> it doesn't work, even if the sun's not there. It's to do with the rays or something, something. But it keeps our house warm. So you use you have solar power. We have solar panels on our roof. Oh, that's all right. But does it run your Wi-Fi? Does it run your heating? Because Niambi... It runs our heating, yeah. What Niambi... Contributes to our heating. <clears throat> Niambi says that we would go back to just using candles. Oh, God. Burn candles and coal like Africa. Because awful. there are a lot of power cuts in Africa. That's the funniest thing. Because um, I remember I had a wind-up kinetic. Is that kinetic? Yeah. yeah. Um, wind-up torch. Mm. And that decided not to work as well. But, <laughs> like... They have torches out there because there are a lot of power cuts there. But I know we're laughing about it. We're like, oh, no, that's never going to happen. But with the fact that they're wanting to reduce the carbon footprint. But in places like Africa now, they have solar power. Like, what's his name? Um, Akon went in there and made a whole city, didn't he, that is based off of solar power. Right. So that's obviously the way forward. We just all move to Africa and we'll be fine. Was us planning to do that? Anyway. As if you got a passport. What do you mean if you got a passport? 
Anyway, we're not going to go down that road. I just had a thought there. Oh, uh, it was COVID passport. No, 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 it's not. No, you don't need a COVID Lily. passport to go to, uh, to get to Africa. No. No, man. You can just travel regardless. Because like we said last week, they are taking our freedoms away. Every day is our freedom being ebbed away. And in fact, again, it's relying on all of these companies to provide us with the things that we need. Like, um, let's go to the, the Facebook But unless you comments. decide to leave, live off the grid. We make these statements so outlandishly, mm. oh, relying on others to provide us with whatever, yeah. Because inevitably, we've chosen to live in a house that has light and running water. If you don't want that luxury, then... Go and pitch up your tent in the middle of the the forest. It's not the fact of not wanting that luxury, is it? But it is. That is why we live in a house. It's a luxury. So what forest do we have in London that we can go live in? Epping Forest. Go and pitch up a tent in Epping Forest. (laughs) Go and go bring your little piece of coal. Yeah, and your barbecue. And then find some firewood. What if you can't get hold of coal? Firewood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what Niambi said. She said, um, we can get burn candles and coal. Yeah, then if you can't burn coal then burn wood. Yeah. So guys we better start collecting them little logs and No, you can't collect see. wood. You can't collect logs. Why can't you collect logs? Because then it get what happens when it gets wet? It's fine. Have you got somewhere you to dry somewhere, it out. Yeah, you have somewhere that you keep it dry. You have somewhere to keep it the wood dry. Yeah, you've got to get like a little bucket or something or a little shed bit that you have it underneath that it keeps dry i mean we, we we're really knocking this thing we're knocking it and you said about all right i use my phone and this and that and i'll charge my phone with a potato you can actually charge your phone with a potato guys you can, you can but is that being really really realistic lily not really no it's not is it <laughs> But it's things to think Listen, about, isn't it? The the um people of Kemet built pyramids that were mm. energy sources. We will find a way. Yeah. Gordon West says I bought a generator as part of a job lot and it wasn't working, but bought a part for six quid. But the new part on it works perfectly. I was going to sell it, but who knows what's coming with all of this madness, what's going on. So I'm really I'm ready. Ha ha. And the, what's that? <laughs> you look so like you're preparing for Armageddon, man. Look at I Am Legend, though. Remember what we said, sometimes when we see these films, what are they preparing but us for? But even then, see, that's a robot, so maybe <clears throat> you can take the robot if you no, know someone. Robot. That, legend, said, I Am Legend. Re- oh, I Am Legend. Yes. But he was living in his house and sleeping in his, in his bath. So yeah, because power. there were zombies outside. But he had power. Right. The the power grid didn't shut down. All right. What what films can you think of where the, the power grid shuts down? None. Okay. But he was there in the city on his own and he had to survive. With his dog. Yeah. But he I also mean, had guns and knives to fight the things off, so... I mean, if, if, really if we're really going to think it. wild, you know, you might as well go <laughs> to that leg, you know. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, we we are, you know, are we just throwing it out there and just being a bit silly, or is it is it something that we 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 should actually think about? Because I Gordon think, West has thought about it. I honestly think if that if we get to the stage where the the whole of this economy is tumbling, mm. it's resetting. I don't. 
I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like it's something that if it happens, it happens. We just need to take it when it comes. Yeah. But. The point is there as well. Peter Bowler says he uses, he, he uses old car as a backup generator. So lots of people have generators. But then no, what happens with the petrol? old car as a generator. Yeah, as a backup. Is it as a generator? Yeah, but you can, you can use your battery from your car. But how are you going to charge it, Nish, if you ain't got no electric? In the car. You turn the car on. Yeah, but but if you ain't got electric, if you ain't got um, petrol, yeah. How? How? Hello. <laughs> it's just a thought out there. It's just a thought. What would you do if um, they did bring the grid down? And, and this, this, is this I, long term? Are you thinking, oh, the grid's going down for a week? Because if the grid's going down for a week, then we got a gas cooker, we got a couple of candles and stuff that we could suffice. Like, all the food in the freezer. Run out. All the food in the freezer would go off. All well, the food in the fridge would go off. That's why you have. So hopefully it's in the winter, but I've, then you won't. I've yet. got flour in my house. I always have a bag of flour. Okay, what are your thoughts? Make some dumplings and some mackerel. What are your thoughts? Call us now on 07895 That's 07895134713. What are your thoughts as regards to going off the grid? And I know it's just a really obscure question, but have we actually thought about it? If it, We've if lived it were off to the happen. grid for like four days before, though. What, when we go camping? Yeah. But that's for four days, Leash. But that's what I'm saying. How long are you planning on it going off the grid? Who knows? Who knows? But what they say is, if that if it was to happen, okay, there are like 10 or 12 things we need to prepare for when the power grid fails. The first thing is to lighting. Mm-hmm. Make sure you can see when the power grid fails. Um, you could find your way out in pitch black um, with elevators so if you're in an elevator for instance and it's not working at home or in your workplace what happens that you know um, the power will probably fail when you don't expect it so just a small flashlight we said there mm. so our phones generally have flashlights don't they yeah <clears throat> but remembering that there are power banks that can charge the phones up the next thing is to have batteries yeah but everything that we use these days don't necessarily carry battery does it yeah if you had a torch you'd need a battery yeah so we need torch a battery for the torch yeah you can get batteries then, for your phone okay really your iphone had battery yeah you can get batteries for iPhones. okay that's all right so batteries all right it said um natalie says that the car could be a temporary a good temporary measure yeah. but it won't work for everyone and depends on petrol and how long it may go on for. Yeah, because don't forget they're trying to, to cut all of these kind of things. Petrol, they're trying to get rid of it. All those things, they're trying to get rid of these things. All right, so batteries are the next thing. Yes, it says our favourite are Panasonic AA or AAA. Tenergy, I've never heard of Tenergy batteries. Have you, Lily? Nectech, 21 watt solar panel charger for USB devices. Um, Lacrosse BC 1000 battery charger. And this is the best rechargeable battery, the best battery charger. So you go for the best top of the range. Mm. The next thing is water. 
We have a couple of rechargeable batteries at home, actually. Yeah, so rechargeable, but you got recharged them before the grid goes down, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's why you have the connector thing that you can. Like you had a power grid the so other day. Solar so panel. Yeah. Solar panel. Yeah. <clears throat> so water. Keep a couple of cases of water bottles around for emergency power outages. And rotate your power store, your water storage. So even even water will go stale after extended storage. So it says about fifty five gallons of drinking portable water drum. Mm. Um. So we've had what lighting, batteries, water, toilet. Now I remember you laughed at me when I bought that little toilet in that tent. Read what it says about toilet <laughs> before you start talking about the tent in the toilet. <laughs> Nature still calls where the power is out or not. So if you suspect the power will go out, flush your toilets right away before the power goes out. Mm-hmm. Why? Because otherwise it will overflow. What, the, the toilet? Oh, no. So does that's the toilet the take, this, this does it the... take power? No, but the that's toilet. the advice this is given. I don't know. <laughs> it says um, if it's yellow, it's mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. So for short-term outages, flushing water is likely to be limited and water used. So if you have extra water, you can always use that to pour down, can't mm. you? To pour down the toilet. Yeah. And it says that don't forget to stock up on extra toilet paper. With longer power outages, toilets are not likely not to not work. So gravity, gravity handles the flush, but the sewer or septic may rely on power to pump the sewage. Mm. Okay, so it's the 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 sewers that rely on the, the power, mm. not us flushing. So know where your poop goes. It might be necessary to poop on newspaper on a newspaper. That's disgusting. Just dig a hole in the garden. Oh, uh, there you go. But is this an, is this American though? Because it doesn't matter. It, no, it does because if you have reservoirs, reservoirs contribute to water. The, the... But they use power underneath it. Oh, right. Yeah, they use the power. So we live near reservoirs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But they, we went for a walk over there, actually, and you can see the power going because they've got these really heavy machinery at the bottom okay. of the reservoir. Yeah. And that's where the power, I think, comes into it. Okay. So it's this garbage. You need, to, need a lot of heavy-duty garbage bags and plan for garbage management in advance. Stock paper plates and, and plastic silverware so you have less... Or no dishwashing because again you no don't have water. hot water, you don't have water to pump, and then these kind of things. We do have hot water if you can boil the kettle. I mean, put the pot on the stove if you've got a gas cooker. Yeah, gas. Yeah, so if you've got gas, this is what this is one of the reasons why when I was younger because in the seventies they used to have a lot of power cuts. Mm. So I said when I was older, I said I'm always going to get a gas cooker because I remember our neighbour had a gas one. Mm. And we had an electric, electric cooker. So when every when the electric went, you were just in the dark. Yeah. Candles. That was it. No food, nothing. So cold beans, I guess. So garbage. So yeah, just um, lots of garbage bags and backup power. So like we said there, um, as who was it that said it? Gordon West, as well as Peter Bowler said they, that they both have generators. They both have generators. That need propane or gasoline. We don't have... Um, Mum was saying about something the other day, uh, kerosene. But I don't think you could buy that anymore, the kerosene. But backup power, number six. 
So refrigerators and freezers, what do you do if you don't have backup power? If the power does go out, keep um, doors of freezers and refrigerators closed as much as possible and make a list of what you need to grab and get out. Get it all out quickly, then close the door. Obviously, you've got to make a list, so because it does stay frozen for a while, doesn't it? So you might be able to go a day or two without power in the freezer, but then everything is going to depend on what say it's going to go yeah, off. Yeah, because when we used to go away, we used to buy the freezer boxes and fill it with ice. Yeah. And the ice would last for as long as you didn't keep on opening the ice box. Yeah. So we had meat in a freezer box. For the weekend. For the weekend. Yeah. So yeah, it would last, wouldn't it? So power, that's um, backup power. And then obviously not to open and close your freezer too often. Mm. Off the grid's cooking supplies. So like you said, it's a bit like camping, isn't it? Going yeah. camping and getting those things. Food. So food that stores without electricity. So more dry food mm-hmm. and stuff. As well as heating and cooling because you're going to have to bath unless you don't mind having it taking a a cold shower but then again that comes into play with the sewage and stuff isn't it the drainage and all the water and that communications so your cell phone or your mobile will die out eventually that's why you have a solar charger yeah do they have solar chargers so you though? laughed at me when i said my phone but we need to communicate <laughs> yeah. but do they have solar chargers yes where is it the power bank you solar charger no, the power bank, you need to plug it in to charge it. But there are some solar charges that you can get offline. Okay, there you go, so guys. So just start stocking up sun. on those. First aid supplies. Yeah, so first aid box. Check out. It says there, over-counter medications, insulin, prescription medication, inhalers, thyroid meds, adrenaline. This EpiPen. is definitely American. And whatever you need or might need to take care of basic medical needs and everything else. What's everything else? See, it says money there. But if you ain't got cash, how can you manage? Mm. Yeah? yeah? So it might be really far-fetched. You missed out this. Get trained. Learn CPR <laughs> training and the basic first aid before you need it. Everybody should be trained CPR in mm. CPR and um, first, aid. first aid. How do you manage a choking person? How do you manage someone who's going to have an, who's having an asthma attack? How do you, what medication do you need someone who's having an angina attack? Everybody should get trained in the first aid mm. and mm. CPR. It's very important. So Natalie says if the power, if the power does go down, so will the networks forget the phones not happening. That does make sense, though, doesn't it? If the power's down, then the networks will be down. So then what's the point of that communication one being on there? So communication might be before. So you, you might say, families, right, if this happens, we were going to meet here at such and such a time. No, that's not what we... it said. That's not what it said. So because... communications. Get a solar charger and a car charger so <clears> you can charge your phone. Yeah, but if the power's down then the grid will be down, which means communications will be down. No, but you would still have to be able to communicate with 999 somehow. How? Well, how do those phone boxes in the middle of nowhere work? Mm. Well, we'll have you to can still use one. your emergency call without having a network service okay. function. 
So if you take your if you take your SIM card out of your phone, the only what the only communication you'll see at the top it will say emergency services only. Yeah. Because you still can contact somehow emergency services. Yeah, but we will not be able to contact each other. Well, unless we had our old home phone, I don't know how that that works. No, because that's dial up, isn't it? Yeah, so that's something different. As opposed to, because on our mobiles, it's all through the network, isn't it? Yeah. So, mm, things to think about, beautiful people. Um, um, Natalie says, have a plan, walkie-talkies. You've got it all planned out, haven't you? It's not going to work if you're a certain distance away. <laughs> yeah, distance, that's all about distance as well, walkie-talkies, isn't it? So, having a plan with the family, like, you know, <laughs> Lily's shaking her head. But... We just don't know, do you? You never know. Like, look what happened in Liverpool. There was a bomb, right? That went off. Yeah, apparently, yeah. And there was someone that bombed the hospital. Now, I mean, that was a very small. It was a small controlled uh, bomb that this person went in the taxi and that's what they did. But could you imagine that on a wider scale? You just don't know what people's, what's going through people's minds at the moment. I don't like to think about that because I work in a hospital and I work in central London, so... I hear you. I don't I particularly you. like to focus on those yeah. negative things. It's I mean, not negative. I live right next to where the man went and tried to stab up everyone along the road, so... Forearmed means to be forewarned. You know, Forearmed just, means to be forewarned, Lily. It yeah. does, but it's one of those things where you just have... To, if you keep on thinking about it all the time, you would... I have anxiety. I can't. I mean, we're not thinking about it all the time, but we're just throwing it out there. It's just something. It's just a point of discussion. Yeah. And yeah, I guess in the back of our minds, we take it a little bit seriously, but it's not about oh yeah, oh, getting overwhelmed of it all. Mm. Uh, but it's something really to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that scenario. Then let's just move into our scenario because <laughs> you don't look very happy. <laughs> that scenario about the cousin yeah so what chanel taylor said was that the the cousin oh we got some um things in the chat room here as well saying about um the make sure you invest in physical valuable items technology isn't promised that's very very true chanel physical item and physical or technology isn't promised so um, it's good to have the crypto but if everything goes down then that might be a little bit of an issue there. Having a bit of a network problem here right now. Got my thing's not loaded. <laughs> See, there you go. Um, but the scenario of the cousin dating the other cousin's fella or female, and they get engaged. So Chanel said he cheated on the girlfriend with the cousin. Right. Then they got engaged. Ooh. And then obviously they invited you to their wedding. What would you do in that situation, Lily? I'd go. You'd go. I'd eat out their food, yeah. <laughs> and I'd sit there with a smile on my face. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you um do that that thing? Oh, it should have been me. Nope. Oh, no. Because there's obviously a reason why we are not together. Yeah. You took the problem. Thank you. And in the card, I'll say. It's obviously a reason that we're not together. <laughs> Thank you for taking my problem. Yeah, it's very, very true, isn't it? Why? Is Why it? would I say no to free food? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. You see the situation, no, isn't it? it's just, it's, I mean, the person is obviously not trustworthy. They cheated <laughs> on you 
with your cousin. Your cousin's disgusting. Wow. Your cousin's disgusting because they don't have no chill. They don't... Even the fact that... Yeah. The cousin, I most probably would never talk to again. But the guy, I'd go there and... and... <laughs> oh, congratulations! <laughs> so lovely, yeah. And I go and quint up my eye and see if... if just complain about everything at the wedding. Mm. Oh, but the food's not nice, though. <laughs> what would you do that then? You know that the food's gonna be nice. It's your I'm cousin. Like, bitter. Cook, it? You be, don't be bitter. Be better. It might not be. It might not be the cousin <laughs> that the the family the side of the the family that the cousins can cook in it. Might be that side that they're just kind of. Well, they're obviously she's obviously ratchet because she cheated on she cheat took the man from me. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit like a friend. friend you could say in a friend scenario as well, couldn't you? I'd fully go to the like, wedding. You would. Yeah, man. And would you? And I'd be all up in their there pictures. Would you go there with remorse? Would you go there with? With what remorse? <laughs> Why am I sad? I'm not sad. You invited me. <laughs> you got to look back at those pictures and see me all like smiling up in the background. Oh yeah, I forgot we invited your ex girlfriend to our wedding. But she was your cousin. But your ex girlfriend was your cousin. Either way, I'm all up in your pictures. <laughs> Oh, Chanel <laughs> says she would flip. Why would you flip the table, Chanel? <laughs> because she's vexed with it. How what dare you? About How dare you have the gumption <laughs> to sleep with my boyfriend? And like I say, boy, because he was an EJ. He clearly didn't have no sense. Sleep with my boyfriend. And then you took the time to plan a wedding, write my name on the invitation, and invite me. And on top of that, you gotta write my name on a seat seat in placement, you know little card things that they put on you say you gotta write my name on a seat in plan and on my the place where I sit and you gotta ser- food's gotta be served to me at your wedding with the man that you tea from me. You're an Egypt. You you proper thought that one through, didn't you? Fully! You had every single Fully. like step. You had you you <laughs> you You sat down and thought to invite me. You added me in your list of a hundred. You're an Egypt. <laughs> You're an Egypt. <laughs> and he said yes. <laughs> That's even worse. He said yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course, invite Alicia to our wedding. I'd wow. love to see her at the table. <laughs> what a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to experience these kind of things. <laughs> Uh, no, no. It's not a pretty person, but no. that's liberties. No. So I mean, no. She said, "I'm not a petty person." Oh, petty. Wow. But is it petty though? Like, is what petty? If you go, <sighs> yeah, I don't know if I would go, Lily. I'd go and I, I'd, I'd, I'd just almost try and upset the bride dogs well. lie. No, let's sleep in dogs lie. Going there in a white dress. <laughs> oh, did you not wear white? Sorry, you wear an ivory. <laughs> <laughs> Know what they did before the wedding. <laughs> Naturally, Lily is cray cray, guys. She's I really cray, am. Cray. I'm sorry. I will make you regret inviting me to your wedding. I will Listen. go there with such such energy that you will just yeah. You'll be thinking about me for the whole of your honeymoon. <laughs> you'll come back to your house together, and you'll be thinking about me at your wedding. Because you'll be in all the pictures. Why K- did you invite me? up in the back. Why? No. Wow. 
such a shame that you think like that. Yeah, but they might think, oh, let's sleep in dogs' light, um, bygones be bygones, and let's just move on. But they're saying that, like, I did something wrong. No, bygones be bygones. Wrong. Bygones be bygones is when you are not in the wrong. Let's sleep in dog's eye with who? What the, the 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 boyfriend that you stole me from? You want to let sleep in dog's eye with yeah, that but boyfriend? He, but can 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 a woman steal a man from a woman? Yeah. Or can a man steal a, a woman from a man? Yeah. Is it stealing, or do they make that 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 choice to go? down that road listen i can guarantee you this is the same cousin that you were all friend at friend at with and oh it's my cousin oh my baby my love oh, my sister we're growing up together and she's all up in your house eating at your food sitting at your dinner table like a like a member of the family with you and your boyfriend and he knows about you and her oh yeah they're really close and then one day you're running late but she knows you're, you're running late and she goes and invites her to your house because she sees what you have and she's green and she wants it yeah she yeah wow that's the same cousin because you're a good cousin a good family member a good friend wouldn't even be attracted to that person mm-hmm. they know that it's off it's boundaries the it's off and that you just wouldn't go down that road as right, a friend or as a cousin you. as whoever if you're close that you just wouldn't do that kind no. of thing no an enemy is someone that goes after your man but an enemy wouldn't that's the thing. And that's what makes it worse. An enemy wouldn't. An enemy would just say, uh. <laughs> like, but it's generally the ones that are closest to you that will break your heart. That is such a and shame. And that's a sad, that is a sad thing about it. And I mean, it is a mad scenario, beautiful people, isn't it? It is a mad scenario. But these things happen on a daily, happen on a daily. And family, we can't choose our family, you know can't say sadly but we can choose our friends and um it's a mad scenario and i don't know chanel why you'd mash up the wedding it's just not worth it that again is another too much energy isn't it like <laughs> it might make you feel better though isn't it it might make you feel better but then on hindsight you just don't go if you're gonna go mash up the place it's just not worth it and Lily, i like how i like what you said you'd be kinning up in all of the okay, pictures I'm smiling their pictures and but how would you be? Fe- how would that make you feel inside, personally? If I can go there and not want to cuss him out, yeah. it would make me feel good. Right, but but, but if just... I go there, I would have had to work myself up after getting the invitation because it's six weeks before the wedding, isn't it? Right. After getting the wedding invitation and making a conscientious decision to go, I would have had to mentally prepare myself to. But where does your healing come? Because Chanel, you're saying that you'll mash up the But I'm the hoping wedding. you'd have enough healing time. They didn't get married six weeks after you broke up. No, no. But but then in Chanel's case, she said she'll mash the wedding up. That means that the healing has not taken place. And that you're going there with a vengeance. You're going there angry. You're going there thinking, do you know what? I, I don't agree with this. But sometimes you don't ever truly heal... Mm. from someone breaking you like that sometimes you just kind of just get on with it yeah but going there and mashing up the wedding like what are you going to get from that by doing zen zen yeah so like an equalizing yeah you being the equalizer yeah you know like when you see those martial artists they do that movement they flow like this yeah 
and then but they can move that movement into just conveying <laughs> someone like that that's what that is the death chop that's the that's the I'm in my place of my she and then you just <laughs> the energy the energy release that energy and you feel better inside Lily what is our book of quotes saying what, what is this this is a very good at? one actually the book is the new penguin dictionary of modern quotations and Habgood mm. um, was an so it says British ecclesiastic and archbishop as archbishop of York 1983 to 1995 he was unashamedly liberal in his stance and Habgood said movements born in hatred very quickly take on the characteristics of the thing they oppose Say that again. Movements made in hatred very quickly take on the characteristics of the thing they oppose. That's why I like how you said you would move and you'd go and you'd be in up in the pictures, mm. but not with any animosity in your heart. Whereas, um, on the the sense of if we were to go there with hatred, then we're no better than what those two done. Hatred is not the same as anger, though. No, hatred and anger, two different things. Anger angry. is, I'm, I, I don't hate you because yeah. I've come to terms with the fact that you are not that person anyway. Mm. But anger is, you cut me mm. and now vengeance is mine. Why though? Why do you have to take vengeance? Just like, just like the scripture says... If they've touched, if they've hurt my child, God says if they've hurt my child, it's like they've touched me in the eye. Yeah. And vengeance is his. But then it says you've got to have that forgiving spirit as well. You've got to be forgiving. But even Jesus turned over tables in the, in the, in the temple, so... He did, but his cousin didn't take his woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they... Dis- they... disrespected his father's house it's a disrespect just like See? he disrespected my temple me by cheating on me because you you were with me and with her at the same time that's a disrespect of my temple well beautiful people this is down for interpretation is how you, we take it <laughs> and um chanel says i've walked away from more disrespect peacefully and sometimes mm. it's when you take your peace with you, you take your peace with you mm. and you are able to just say, do you know what? I'm not owning this. I'm walking away from it and I'm taking my, what's it called? Not sanity, my sanity and self-respect with me. Yeah. So, mm. you know, it's, it's just how each individual kind of deals with the situation, isn't it? Yeah. But it's kind of harsh and you're going to have to live with it because you're going to see your cousin around anyway. And that Not doesn't make it any, any different. Yeah. So beautiful people, we have actually come to the end of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. After us is DJ Laro. And we catch our Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. Um, big fi- high five to George Flavors. You are doing such a great job. Again, all the, the, the DJs. On the station, you can catch Charlie Muir and Darnell, the therapist, as well, tomorrow um, with their shows. Um, Charlie from 7 till... until... 9. 9, and then Darnell, the therapist, from 9 until 11. 
All right, so I'm hoping that we are connected because it looks like technology, again, is playing up. So hopefully you can hear us. And all we, I guess we have left to say, Eos, we will see y'all on the other side. On the other side.